In this week's episode, I reflect and take a trip down memory lane, sharing stories about my dad. Nine Time Spectaculars are returning with a new finale coming to the Main Street Electrical Parade. Why are people complaining? I attended Villains Night. Check out what I loved about it and what I think they needed more of. Also, Disney Junior Fun Fest, Maynard Retires, Miles is a Beast, and more on this grieving episode of the Mouse Power Podcast. Welcome to Mouse Power, your source for Disney, Star Wars, and everything in between. This is the podcast where both empires collide. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the Mouse Pyre Podcast. is everyone doing it's um it's crazy how um songs remind you of things remind you you know give you memories of certain things this song right here reminds me um, when I was probably about, I'm going to say five, maybe five years old or something. And I would uh, go with my dad to, I don't know, somewhere on the weekends. <laughs> um, He had a uh, 1955 Ford pickup. And... I would say probably it was, has to be a weekend. He would go somewhere, and I would go with him. And a lot of times, when we were going to wherever we were going in that truck, which is was a, a cool truck, uh, a door song would come on. And um, and I was always. I just, I remember, like, a lot of times the doors would be on. Um, I don't know if it was radio. I'm not sure if he had, like, an 8-track player in there. I, I can't remember offhand. 
But I know I would always hear the doors. And um, that song reminds me of that. So um, three weeks ago, on February 23rd, my dad passed away. That's why I haven't recorded anything. And it's not because of, well, you know how it is. It happened on a Wednesday. And I was going to set to record on Thursday. And um, it happened on the Wednesday. So obviously I wasn't going to record on that Thursday. But you know how it goes with something like this happening. And then you start getting busy trying to get things in order and stuff like that. So, on that Thursday, Dan, he uh, he texted me if I was going to record. And I told him, you know, what happened. And he said, oh, yeah, you know, don't even worry about recording. And um, so I've been just dealing with all this stuff. This was very, very, very unexpected. It wasn't something that, you know, we knew was going to happen. When my um, my grandfather passed away, that was over 25 years ago. I don't remember when, but it's been a long time. And um, in that case... We knew that um, he was going to go in any time. The doctors had already said, you know, this is what we're going to do, blah, 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 blah. So it was something that we, you know, knew was going to happen. But this wasn't something like that. I know I told you guys that he was sick and he had COVID and was in the hospital for a couple of weeks which why I wasn't recording then. And um, I told you that I got COVID too, but it wasn't as bad as what he got. He was released from the hospital about two weeks later. And um, he'd just been here, you know, trying to get better. I don't think he had COVID anymore. I think it went away because... um, he wasn't like coughing. He wasn't. He didn't have shortness of breath anymore. Uh, he wasn't. Um, he didn't have fatigue, which is what he had in the beginning, and I had it too. But um, we didn't have that anymore. So he's been here at home, and um, he uh, when he brought came home, they, he had a walker. So he's using a walker to walk around. And he really couldn't um, go upstairs. So he's been basically sleeping on the couch. And um, after a week of him being on the couch, I told him, hey, you have to start moving around. You know, you have to start going outside. Or not, you know, walking around. At least walk around outside or walk. And so... One day I got him to go outside. And he just walked back and forth in front of our house on the sidewalk. 
then he'd go inside. And I know a few times I I heard him clanking around. I heard the walker, and he was just walking from the couch over to the front door and walking back and forth, doing some, you know, getting some walking in. And then we would go outside again, and he'd just do the same thing, back and forth. And then on that Wednesday, when I I got up and I went downstairs and he was actually sitting on a chair. He wasn't on the couch. Uh, later on, my mom told me that he was, he actually went to the table to eat lunch instead of eating there on the couch. So, I mean, that was pretty cool. Well... It was probably about 10 o'clock at night or so. And um, I went downstairs because I wanted to get, like, some apples. So I wanted to get a snack. I was a little hungry, so I went downstairs. I was in the kitchen, and I didn't even um, hear my dad say anything. And my brother was actually eating something. and He was like my brother was talking to me, so I really wasn't paying attention to my dad. And all of a sudden, I just heard my dad gasping for air, like really deep breath. And I just dropped everything, and I, my mom was sitting next to him asking, what's wrong, what's wrong? And I go over to him, and I'm like, Dad, Dad, what's wrong, what's wrong? And just like deep gasp for air. And uh, then he stopped doing that. I mean, he had these little... Um, like shallow, he was breathing shallow, shallow breathing, shallow breaths, whatever. But he wasn't responding. So we called 911. And they came. They took him. And I called down to the hospital about an hour later, because I know how it is in the ER. And the nurse in the ER said, oh, just one minute, the doctor will talk to you. So I was waiting for, you know, a little bit. And then doctor came on the phone and said that on the way to the hospital, he stopped breathing. And once he got to the hospital, he said they were working on him for about an hour or so. And uh, he didn't make it. So, this just like, wow. Everyone's asking me, how am I doing? How am I feeling? Well, besides being sad, I just feel like this is not real. So, you know, just it's just been weird to me. My mom said that before he started gasping for air, that he told her that he was getting a pain. And when my mom asked him where, he didn't say anything, and then he started gasping for air. So I'm kind of guessing thinking maybe it could have been a heart attack. No, my dad is very, very stubborn. 
and when something's wrong with him, he won't say it. He'll say, I'm fine. So, I was just wondering, did he have this pain for a while before he even said anything to my mom? I kind of think he did have this pain before he said anything to my mom. Maybe it got to the point where the pain started getting really bad. That's why he said something. But I don't know. So, you know, we're just going through all the emotions here. We're just trying to get things situated with his funeral and all that. And, um, you know, going through the process. But yeah, I, I just, I just feel like this is not real. And it's kind of like when I, you know, get up, I don't, I don't see him here. It's kind of, it's, it's like when everything was fine and he wasn't sick, I would get up and he wouldn't be here because he would probably be somewhere like getting uh, food for my mom or at the market or doing something, maybe eating himself. And he wouldn't be here when I, when I got up. And then when I when I go downstairs to watch TV, it's usually late at night because you guys know I'm a night owl. So he wouldn't be down there watching TV with me because he'd be in bed. But um, we're doing all right. We're okay. My mom and my brother and I we're 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 fine. But um. We're just like trying to get this funeral planned. Everything's done. We just, different things we have to finish or finish. But um, when it comes to Disneyland, my parents told me that they basically took my brother for the first time when he was a year old. And same with me. By the time I was about a year old, they took me. And of course, we don't remember that. <clears throat> but, um, there's like, you know, we have pictures of Disney or us at Disneyland. And I just, I still, I still have a memory of Disneyland when I was, I believe I was like three years old. And I know people say, oh, you can't remember back when you're three. I think you can. And I don't remember everything that happened when I was three. But I still remember this one day that we were at the parks. And, well, I can't say parks because there was only one park in the 1970s. <laughs> so we were at the park, and I remember being in line for Autopia. And this was back when there was two of them. And I still remember that day being in line. And I still remember the, uh, waiting for a car I remember being on I guess a number they still had numbers they had the number back then I guess I don't remember but I still remember 
waiting in the spot for the car to get there with my brother and my dad. So I remember that. But uh, yeah, my dad would always take us, and you know, of course, my mom would take us to Disneyland. And um, at that time, we lived about 20 minutes away from the park. From our house to getting there was probably about 20 minutes. Um, nowadays, from where I used to live to the park, it's probably about an hour with, with traffic. Even though it should be just a twenty-minute ride, but we would go, we would go a lot, and you know we I was going through some stuff, some pictures, and I saw a picture of us with uh, me and my brother and my dad over at Tom Sawyer's Island, and uh, back in the day you were able to go into the fort and go walk up there in the fort and everything. And there was a picture of us there. It was also, I think it was 1976 when we took this picture. And then there was also a picture of us in Fantasyland with my cousins from Texas. So I was looking at that actually today. But yeah, my dad we used to, you know, we used to do that all the time, go to Disneyland, things like that. My dad was, um, uh, my dad worked for the city of L.A. from the time he graduated high school until, I don't know, I'm going to say a few months. I'm not sure how long he worked. He worked there for a few months after high school because then he was drafted into the Army during the Vietnam War. So he did his time in the army and uh, luckily he didn't have to go to Vietnam. He was stationed in Germany and um, during the time when he was in the army in 1969 is when my parents got married and um, he uh, you know, did his time there. He came out of the army. Now, you guys know that my, you know, people call me Diggs. That's my, my nickname. And my dad had a nickname too, and his is Snowman. And uh, <laughs> I guess the the reason they called him Snowman is actually, actually I did not even know this until recently. But he was in Germany, and during the time he was there, it was cold. So, the army issued, you know, jackets. Now, I haven't seen this jacket, but I'm guessing maybe it's one of those big old puffy jackets or something. When he came back after, uh, you know, his time in the army, he was wearing that jacket. Because my dad's a type that he'll get something and he's going to use it. <laughs> so, I guess his friend said he looked like a big snowman because <laughs> of that jacket, so... They called him Snowman. <laughs> and um, that was something that stuck until this day. He is still known as a Snowman. And if I were to talk to his friends and say something about my dad, I would have to say Snowman because they wouldn't, probably wouldn't know his name. So we all, I don't know, it's just 
you know, he's known as Snowman. And like I said, and after he got out of the army, he went back to work for the city of L.A. He worked there for 37 years. He was a motor sweeper operator. You know, the people who clean the streets and waste water. I always tell my dad, like, all you do is waste water. Uh, after that, he went into the sanitation. And he did. He was a trash man. And back then, most trash men worked because they had to get out of the truck, lift up the cans, put it in the dumpster, you know, put the cans down. Next house, same thing. Every single house, he had to dump, dump the trash cans. Nowadays, you know, they just pull up and they, it's automated. So these trash people don't work as hard as my dad did back in the day. So he would do that, and um, it got to the point where it was taking a toll on his back, lifting those trash cans. So he went back to street uh, street cleaning, and that's when I was kept saying, "No, oh, Dad, all you do is waste water. You just drive down the street and waste water." You know, this is during the time when we had that major drought, and I'm like, "You're just wasting water, Dad." And um, and of course, when it rains, well, they can't sweep the streets because it's raining. So he said he would go and find a tree and park under it and take a nap. <laughs> That's my dad. Napping and eating. He loved to eat. He always, uh, after he retired from the city, he would, uh, he uh, had some retirement buddies. And the very first Thursday, of every month, they go meet somewhere to eat breakfast. That was something that he really looked forward to doing. And he always, oh, I can't do this Thursday. I got to go eat with friends. So that was something he really loved doing. And I didn't even think about it after my dad passed away on the very first Thursday of March. You know, they went to go eat. March 3rd and I I'm like oh today would have been the day they went and I told my brother I said, dang you know we should have went we should have called and found out where they're going to be and we should have went maybe next month we'll do that but um yeah that was my dad goes to eat he always had a smile on his face and it's funny how how people leave an impression on you. How not, you know, I'm not talking about my dad leaving an impression on me because, you know, that's a given, but on other people. And we tell people that, oh, I let you guys know that my, my dad passed away and telling these people, and they go, oh my God, I'm so sorry. We got a, a note from, you know, the neighbor that's been here, living here as long as we have, and she wrote down how my dad would always say, howdy, neighbor. Every time she he saw her and, and all that, he's all, he always he loves to you know, always put a smile on her face and this and that. And then one day I was coming home from a doctor's appointment, and the neighbor on the corner I haven't seen in a while. And I noticed it looked like he was moved out. So 
anyway, I was coming home from the doctor's appointment and he was there at the house, at his house. And he flags me, you know, wakes me, waves me down. And I tell him, he's like, hey, how you doing? I go, I haven't seen you since he moved and all that. And then he asked me how my dad was doing. So I tell him, I said, oh, I go, my dad passed away. And um, he broke down. He was just like, no. And I was like, whoa. I mean, I wasn't expecting this from from, from him. And he was like, oh, my God, he was my buddy. And, and he was just so sad. I was like, Gee. I was just like, wow, you know, I just, I just, it's hard. I mean, not hard, but just like, I guess just, just crazy to see how, how much of an impression that my dad left on <laughs> the neighbor down the street. My dad would talk to anyone. My dad would go talk to someone, and, and by the time he come back, my dad would have the whole life story of this guy, whoever he talked to. He loved to talk to people. And a lot of my friends, they would, uh, they know my dad because one of my friends come over when I was younger, and they would come over and visit or whatever. And, you know, sometimes they'll come over at night. And my dad would be outside watering the grass. That's what my dad would do. Stand out there and water the grass. And um, one of my best, best friends was saying, you know, it's funny how your dad would just love to be out there and water the grass. Even though you guys have sprinklers. <laughs> and that's true. My dad never used the sprinklers. We used them in the beginning when we got here, but... My dad wouldn't use the sprinklers. He would rather, you know, be outside and water the grass. So all my friends who would come over always talked about how he, oh, he just out there watering the grass. So, yeah, just, you know, just, just crazy how much of an impression my dad left on other people. He talked to people at the restaurants that he went to and told them, and they were like, oh, my God. It's just crazy. Of course, we have to go and call his friends, let them know, and yeah. So we're doing all this stuff right now, getting ready for this funeral. But the way it is, it's not going to be till next month. It's just so crazy. But my dad, being a veteran, will be having the he'll be laid to rest at the Riverside National Cemetery. Something that he wanted, he's been talking about that my mom just told us. I had no idea that he wanted to be buried there. He never said anything because we have our grandparents are buried over in Rose Hills. You guys are familiar with Rose Hills. And I figured that that's where my mom and dad were going to go is Rose Hills. At one point, we were trying to get information on, you know, ordering plots for them and because after my grandparents I think it was my grandfather or my grandmother too after they were laid to rest my mom talked to 
you know, someone over there and will say, oh, here, I want to get information. And they say, okay, we'll send it. They never called or give us information. And at that point, my mom thought, that's fine. I don't want it anyway because my mom doesn't believe in ordering ahead of time because she's that type of things. If I order a plot now, then I'm going to die. So she's just superstitious that way. So I always thought it would be Rose Hills, but I guess he wanted to be buried over there at, uh, at Riverside. And I guess they've been talking about it for a while. So my mom told me to get information on that. So that's what we did. And, uh, yeah, next month we'll be having the services there. And, um, yeah. So I know I rambled on a little bit about my dad and what happened. Just let you guys know what happened. I haven't been here but um, I've been doing a lot it's not just because of what happened because I wanted to record but it just now that my dad's not here is more I'm more like I have to do more now because I'm the only one who can drive so I have to go you know do the grocery runs go do the food runs go pay the bills, all that kind of stuff. So I guess I've just been handed more responsibilities. So anyway, that's what's happened. That's where I've been. Been doing that kind of stuff and just trying to get through this. And um, yeah, I guess I don't know what else to say. But um. I don't know. I'll be fine. I'm doing okay. I don't want you guys to worry or anything. And uh, I also want to say thanks to Dan for, you know, messaging me, texting me, and seeing how I'm, do- how I'm doing. Appreciate that. So with that, rest in peace to my dad. And let's uh, go ahead and move on. With the podcast, I have a long list of things that I've been putting down that we're going to talk about that I wanted to talk about, but I'm probably just going to go through them really quickly on some stuff before I even give, you know, I don't have to go into a lot of detail on certain things because you guys already know and it's already going on. So first thing I wanted to mention, hey, did you guys know that trams are back? They are. They're back. Now... You know, Disney announced, oh, the trends are going to come back on this day, blah, 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 blah. I don't remember what day it was because I didn't care. <laughs> and that day came, and you got to have all all these stupid bloggers and Instagram people and wannabe YouTuber famous people had to be there when the trams came back and, and, and post videos of them on the trams. And like, dude, it's not a big deal. You know, when when Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway opens up and everyone's going to be there, well, that's a big deal. That's a new ride, new attraction, something new. And um, people are making a big deal about the friggin' trams. I, I don't get it. I don't understand it. Look at me, I'm on the tram. So, who cares? You should be recording yourself walking that tram route when when it was closed 
all those people who are complaining, I don't want to be walking from the parking structure to the park, and then I got to walk from the park to the parking structure tonight, and I'm tired. Well, you're also stupid because you could have parked a Toy Story. I don't get it. People are so stupid. And if you were one of those people who were uh, on the trims and posting about it and, oh, I'm happy it's back and, oh, we're getting back to normal. Well, you're stupid. That's all I got to say about that. All right. So we are this month. We are celebrating women's history. And uh, for women's history, Minnie Mouse kicked Mickey Mouse to the curb. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure you guys have seen this already, but this is what I want to talk about, is that they um, replaced Mickey's floral arrangement over there in the park, right when you walk in Disneyland, you know, in the front of the train station. Yeah, they kicked Mickey out. Minnie Bell said, move over, you rat. <laughs> so uh, Minnie Bell is there. And um, I know it's Women's History Month, but hopefully... They keep her there for a little longer than the end of the March. I think that would be pretty cool. I haven't been there to see it yet. Or actually, did I? I don't remember when they put it up. But I was there. And we'll get to that in a minute. So, yeah, Minnie uh, kicked uh, Mickey Mouse to the curb. Yeah, you go, girl. <laughs> All right, next thing, Toontown. Hey, it's closed. Yeah, bye-bye. Closed. So, um... Two town closed on uh, what was it March eighth? I think it was on the eighth. And um, yeah, we're getting ready for a new. What do you call it? A reimagining. Um, yeah, that's gonna be interesting. So I was there on March eighth. Um, and I'll tell you why in a little bit. But yeah, I was there on March eighth, and I was like, you know what? Let's go. Check out Toontown. So I went over there to Toontown. Go check it out. And I haven't been in Toontown in in a long time. Very, very long time. That bag is my Taco Bell bag. I just had some steak nachos. So, yeah, it's been a long time since I've been in Toontown. Even, you know, I've been in the parks. I told you I've been in the parks, you know, since it's reopened. But I, or since we have passes back. But I haven't been in Toontown because I haven't really, I don't know, just never wanted to go back there. I don't know why I haven't been over there. But anyway, I'm going to go check it out, look around, take some pictures, things like that. Just to check it out one last time before it closed and we get a brand new Toontown. And uh, we'll be getting a brand new Toontown next year so. Well, we'll be looking forward to any announcements on when the new Toontown will open. And right now, I'm going to tell you guys, if you guys want to be there when it opens, you better make that reservation as soon as they announce the opening date. I'll be talking about reservations in a little bit, too. All right. So the reason I was there on March 8th was, well, if you guys listened to my last podcast, which was like three or four weeks ago, you would know why. Because of Villains Night. Disneyland After Dark Villains Night was on March 8th. They had another one after that. But yeah, I was there for the Villains Night. So let me give you a recap of what I thought about it. 
So, let's see. They gave us a lanyard. They call it a credential, but it was cool. It doesn't really mean anything because you still have to have a wristband. You know, wristbands, wristbands. So we walk in because we were at Disneyland looking at Toontown and everything. And then I'm like, hey, let's go over there, head over there. Because I think it started at 5, the, the letting people in at 5 before the party started. I think it was 8 o'clock. So we headed over there. Who's we? Oh, me and Shadow. We headed over there and um, we, uh, what do we do? We, of course, you give me tickets. They, uh, it's kind of stupid because if you guys been to those parties, the after dark parties or any party, usually you have a entrance that you go, uh, go through where it says special events. They usually rope off that area on the opposite side inside the park. So if there's people coming towards you, they direct them to the opposite side because people are coming in for this event. So again, I give them a ticket. She, you know, scans it, takes a picture. And then she says, okay, well, make sure you show this ticket to the person over here so you can get a wristband. Well, why would I have to show them a ticket? I just came in through the turnstile. What did I do? Sneak in across? I'm coming straight directly. Whatever. So I have my ticket in hand. I still didn't really have to show it because they just put a wristband on me. And then they said, then we go and get the credential thing. Blah, 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 blah. Whatever. Anyway. That's all we got. We didn't even get a, a, a gift or anything like that we did for the, for the other one we went to. Which I forgot what it was. Oh, the Christmas thing? Anyway. So we're just, you know, chilling for a little bit. And, um... Basically, you know, I, I, I actually forgot to get a map. Like, oh, crap, we need to get a map. When we when I were walking in, I saw the maps right there, you know, where they usually have, you know, the, you know, the maps when you walk in. And, uh, but I forgot about it. So we went back to go grab one and, um, you couldn't get back into where the masks were because, you know, they roped it off. But the cast member was right there and she had some, so we got a map. So, you know, look at the map and they're telling you what's going on. Now, the, they had, of course, tons of photo ops. So by the time the party starts, you know, we have the, we were checking things out. You had photo ops, but you know I'm not about the photo ops. I don't care about going to photo ops and taking pictures. But on the map, they showed you where the photo ops are going to be. But they didn't really tell you. They didn't tell you who's going to be at the photo ops, what characters were going to be there. I believe, like other parties, they showed you this is a photo op and this is going to be there. But this one didn't have that. So it's kind of like you have to go over there and find out for yourself. So I wasn't going to go all over the photo ops and see who was where. But we did see some uh, over there in Hollywood land. I saw the the bowler hat guy. 
from um, Meet the Robinsons. He was there. There was also some other guy there who I did not even know who he was. Still don't remember. I don't know who he was who, uh, you know, switched out with him. That's who I saw there. I saw Loki over there, Avengers Campus. At Pixar Pier, I saw Lotso. I'm not sure who else was there when he wasn't there. I know I saw, um, I I didn't, I know, was it Maleficent was walking around or something? I didn't see. I think she was somewhere when you walked in the parks right there in Carthay Circle area. I just saw pictures. I didn't really see her when I was there. I saw pictures of uh, the witch from Snow White. That one was pretty cool. Now she was over there on um, by um, what do you call it? Grizzly River Run. So if you're walking there from um, from um, Little Mermaid, you're walking towards Grizzly. On the left side, the little trail that goes around. She was over there. I didn't know she was there. I saw a big line. Probably the biggest line I've seen of the photo ops. And we just saw lighting over there, but we couldn't see who was over there. And they had a cast member, basically, I would say it was like the exit. So once you take your picture, you turn around, you come back. They had a cast member there, so I'm pretty sure if you try to go over there, you're going to say, no, you can't go over there. And then later on, I saw it was uh, her which is pretty cool. I'm not sure if anyone else was there. But I was just really disappointed that they really didn't tell you who was going to be where. If you guys knew who was where because you saw some kind of entertainment guy, you can always uh, send me a message, email me, mousepirategmail.com, but I didn't get the memo. Now they had different types of food, of course. And... um Entertainment, so let's see, entertainment-wise, over at um, Hollywood Backlot Stage, they had a, uh, of course, they had a DJ. Why wouldn't they? So they had a DJ there, and they had um, um, two characters there dancing. And um, I do not, I do not remember their names. And I'm trying to remember where they're from. I think you guys are probably yelling at me, telling me where they're from. But um, I'm just going through my pictures real quick, trying to get over there. Do do do. Here's my pictures. All right. I'm going to say they are from, oh my God, I can't believe, I don't remember where they're from. Something, something tells me I want to say from Hercules, maybe. You guys can always email me, send me a message, that's probably gmail.com. But uh, yeah, they had a DJ over there, which wasn't, uh, wasn't that bad. Hey, Dan, I'm recording. I'm just saying that because I just got a text from Dan asking me if I recorded. And I'm telling him I'm I'm recording right now. So, yeah, so they had a DJ over there. They had those two characters out there. And um, 
And then over at the, basically, I'm just going to say, uh, what's it called? Paradise Park? Paradise Gardens Park or whatever it is, where you watch Fantasmic. They says they set up the boat, the Bald Mountain Nightclub. And um, it was, I'm going to say, I guess it's like cabaret style. It's pretty cool. It was a pretty cool show. Sit there and watched it for the first set. I was really, really impressed with it. I thought it was probably the best uh, entertainment they had for the night. Um, they had um, a guy out there singing. He looked uh, funky. I don't know who he was supposed to be. But he was out there singing. And then uh, the Queen of Hearts came out. And um, the Evil Queen came out. And um, this other lady came out. I can't. I think she's from, I can't remember. Um, it could be Hercules too. I don't know. Anyway, it doesn't matter. All I know is that show was pretty good. Uh, like I said, I watched the first set. And um, I, I really enjoyed it. Like I said, they did have a DJ. You guys want to hear a little bit of the DJ? Here we go. Maybe if I put the sound on. All right, anyway, I didn't know it was Miley Cyrus. I was actually recording this because of the lighting. They had some cool, um, they had some mirror balls on the stage and the lights reflecting, and it was pretty cool. They also had um, a couple of dancers down there. At first, when I saw this guy dancing, I thought he was just a regular, you know, guest. Then I saw he's roped off, so they had like two dancers on each side dancing out there. Pretty cool. Let's see, what's this song? Here's another. There you go. Yeah. Uh huh. Now, uh, that's not my top of music. I don't sit there and listen to all that. But, um, it wasn't that bad. It was pretty cool. But, uh, Entertainment-wise, this is... So they had the DJ. They had um, that show with uh, on the, the Bald Mountain nightclub. And I think there was one more? I can't remember. I'm trying to, I'm trying to think, 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 think. Oh, over... On the Pacific Wharf, where we usually see the the mariachi, div- mariachi divas, they had a um, basically Ursula was hosting a singing thing, and uh, basically it was karaoke, and they were doing Disney songs, so uh, you can get in line and tell them, you know. Oh, you know how karaoke works. I don't think explain it to you. <laughs> but you go up there and you sing. And uh, we watched one person sing. Was, she was doing um, Beauty and the Beast, the very first song. So she sang it, the bells part, and then the the the, um, the KJ, right? That's what you call him. The KJ uh, was doing Gaston's part and um, the librarian part and all that kind of stuff. So 
it was pretty cool. That was pretty, pretty, pretty nice. Not bad. But I would have to say the 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 Bald Mountain nightclub was probably the best entertainment they had. I I, I wish they would have had more entertainment. I guess something better. I'm not saying nothing better. Not better than the Bald Mountain, but at least more entertainment somewhere. You know, you always get the 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 DJ. That's always a given with a party, right? Big deal. But uh, give me some good entertainment. Give me something really good. You know, I was satisfied with the the Bald Mountain nightclub, but you know what? You can give me more. Give me more. Give me more. That's all I gotta say. Um, what else? Let's see. Food wise, can't tell you anything about food. But we'll be talking about food in a little bit. Um, let's see. Other than that, I think the party was okay. I think it should have had more entertainment somewhere. You know, you can throw in the more entertainment. They only had three things going on entertainment-wise. So they had tons of photo ops, like always. But I, I think if they would have had a little bit more entertainment, something, I don't know, just give me something. That would have been better. And um, overall, my experience there was kind of like, eh. Um, I'm going to say the After Dark 90s party the Star Wars After Dark were probably the best ones. Um, so and uh, I'm just trying to think off in the, the 80s. See, those were the best ones. This one was like, eh, coming better. And, um, yeah, that's all, I guess. It just could have been better. So, if you guys went to it, you have a different experience than I did, let me know. Give me a call. 1-800. I'm just kidding. Email me, mousepire at gmail.com, or you can join the Mousepire crew. Join the AMPC by going over to Going to anchor.fm forward slash mousepower podcast. Record a message there. Just record something under a minute. If you want to talk about more stuff, more than a minute, just record another one. That's what Dan does. So, yeah, join the NPC, anchor.fm forward slash mousepower. Let me know your experience at the After Dark Party or any After Dark Parties or whatever you want to know. No. No, I want to know. So whatever you want, let me know. If you want to tell me your experience, just uh, head over there. Simple as one, two, five. All right, moving on, moving on, moving on. Woohoo! Guess what, guys? I know you already know this, but I'm gonna tell you anyway that we have the dates of the nighttime spectaculars coming back to Disneyland and California Adventure Park. Yes. So, the Main Street Electrical Parade and Disneyland for Fireworks and the World of Color 
will be back starting on April 22nd. So if you guys haven't got your reservations for that day, I think they're sold out. I'm just going after my brother told me, but I'm not sure. But I know I got my reservations for that day, and I will be there in the parks on April 22nd to check it out. My, uh, I don't care about World of Color, so I will be checking out Main Street Electrical Parade for sure. If you guys want to join me, let me know. I'll be there. And um, as far as Fantasmic goes, Fantasmic will be returning later. I'm trying to get to the date. I think it's in May something. Bear with me. Right frog, bear left. So Fantasmic will be returning on May 28th. And I think... Do I have a reservation for that day? I don't remember. I better check, huh? Um, you know what? I'm going to check. I'm going to check. I'm going to let you guys know if I got a reservation. And if I didn't, I'm going to be mad because it's probably already sold out. Pretty sure it's already opened up. Hmm. So let's see what I have here. Do, do, do. Do, do, do. No, guess what I did? I signed in under the wrong account. Now, how do you do that? Because I I did, okay? Okay? All right, so let me, um, so anyway, Fantasmic will return on May 28th, and the other ones are coming back on April 22nd. And um, they also announced that they are going to be a new, some new um, a new finale coming. I'm pretty sure you guys have seen that. Uh, the new finale are going to include Encanto, The Jungle Book, Rhea and the Last Dragon, Aladdin, Coco, Mulan, Brave, The Princess and the Frog, and more. They also have a uh, It's a Small World float. So it looks like there's seven floats here. Um... People are up in arms. Oh my God, how can you guys get rid of the American flag and blah, 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 blah. Well, dang, dude. That was added in 1976. I believe it was 1976 for the bicentennial. Anyway, people are going to complain. They're going to complain and complain and you just like want to tell them, shut the hell up already. Things got to change. You got to bring things, new things in and Stuff like that. Anyway, I can't check my reservations because I hit the wrong thing and I don't know how to log out of this thing. So, um, let's see. So yeah, new floats are coming for the finale of uh, the Main Street Electrical Parade when it debuts. I'm sure you guys have seen the pictures of the new floats that look really cool. And I've heard that um, for Fantasmic, I heard that they're installing new, um, what do you call it, new lighting towers. 
which I was like, oh, wow, really? So that's kind of interesting. Can't wait to see what they got going on over there. So you can look forward to all that coming up April 22nd for World of Color, Forever Fireworks, Main Street Electrical Parade, and then May 28th for Fantasmic. Yeah, I can't wait. Hopefully I have a reservation for the 28th. Like I said, I do not remember. All right, let's see what else we got going on. Okay. So, like I said, I was there on, what day was that? March 8th. And guess what I had? Are you hungry? Well, they are. It's time for Fat Time in the Parks. Fat Time in the Parks. Food and Wine Festival is on. Did you guys know that? I don't think you guys did. Because if I didn't say it's going on, it's not happening. I'm just kidding. Yeah, Food and Wine Festival is going on. And I I was, um, uh, the first thing I wanted to try there, if you guys follow me on the Facebooks and the, and the Instagrammies, Instagrammies, you guys would have seen my post that I had the Snickers Caramel Peanut Milk Chocolate Mickey Macron. The description is, it's a chocolate Mickey Macron filled with Caramel, ganache, and snicker pieces. Now this is over there, and that's about cheese, the marketplace over there. I didn't put a price because I forgot how much it cost. But who cares? Who cares how much things cost when you're at Disneyland? Anyway, so here's my review on the Snickers Caramel Peanut Milk Chocolate Mickey Macaron. It was yummy. It was delicious. That the, what do you call it? The caramel garnache was amazing. I do not think I ever, 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 ever had caramel ganache before. And it was just wow. So if you guys haven't tried that yet, I definitely suggest you get that. I know a lot of people have trying has tried it. I've seen a lot of people posting about it, and I'm just happy I got to, you know, try it. There's still other stuff that I, I need to try. I'm not sure when I'll be able to get over there and try it. Hopefully, we'll see. But um, I'm gonna give you a little warning about this. It is rich. Now you definitely need to have something to drink with it. Because um, once you take a bite, you're gonna you're gonna taste how rich it is, and you're gonna get thirsty right away, and that's what happened to me. So I'm like, oh crap, I need something to drink. So uh, you headed over to um, since I was walking, basically I'm gonna say the food marketplace route, so I can check out the other places. I walked over to. Um, the corn dog castle to get something to drink. So, um, Ooh, something dirty about the corn dog castle. I'll talk about a little bit, but yeah. Um, I, uh, um, went over there. I got me, I think I got a lemonade or something. I don't know, but, uh, you definitely need to have to have something to drink with it. Um, cause it's, you can't, you cannot eat this 
on its own. You're not, there's no way that you're going to be able to um, get through it. So definitely get something to drink when you buy this. It was good. It was yummy. I definitely recommend it. I would definitely get it again. Maybe I would get it again and or, in a, or get two and bring one home. But yeah, I do recommend the Snickers Caramel Peanut Milk Chocolate Mickey Macaron. Very, very delicious. It's so good. So yeah, that's basically the only thing I I tried there. But um, it's all good. It's all good in the hood. So um, yeah, there is other things I do want to try. Uh, I might have mentioned before. I don't remember, but um, hopefully once I get there again before food and wine is over, I will be able to put those or get those and let you guys know what I think of them. And um, hey, you guys can always let me know what you've tried and what you think is the best. You know me, I'm probably just going to stick to desserts and drinks. I know there's a couple of drinks that's not alcoholic that I, I want to try. So there you go. Um, it's already St. Patrick's Day, so I don't need to talk about... Uh, oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I did not know that was coming out. <laughs> I guess it's better than the attic and then the basement. That was that Dr. Pepper I had. <laughs> anyway, um, don't need to go over any um, St. Patrick's Day food. They had a green corn dog that looked really nasty. I would not have a green corn dog. But speaking of corn dogs, when I was there at um, getting my uh, drink at the corn dog castle, I did mobile order because it was a kind of like a long line. And I went up to pick up my drink and I saw this big tray of burnt corn dogs. I was like, oh my gosh, that that was blasphemy. And I mean burnt like, like, like black charcoal corn dogs. I was like, dang, that is dirty. Um, I haven't posted a picture of it yet, but I will. I just couldn't believe it. Like, wow. Obviously they put the corn dogs in the fryer and totally forgot about it. And next thing you know, you see all these burnt corn dogs, this guys picking them one by one, putting them this in a bin so they can throw them out. It's like, dang, that is crazy. So, um, I was thinking there's probably about 20 corn dogs in there. Yeah. 20 times about 10 bucks. Yeah. You do the math. <laughs> so, yeah. So, hopefully I get back to um, the parks and the food and wine festival. Try something else out. I, um, yeah, I can't remember what I want to try, but I know there's a few other desserts and, and beverages I would like to try. So, yeah. If you guys had anything you liked, let me know. com or head over to over to anchor.fm forward slash mousepower uh, podcast and record a message. And if you don't know the links, it's in the description of the podcast. So there you go. Yeah, make sure you let them know that I sent you. All right, so um, happening on April 29th, it's going to be the Disney Junior Fun Fest over California Adventure Park. 
uh, one day only for the first time. Disney Junior Fun Fest will uh, be celebrating the entertainment and music field stories of the number one preschool television network hit series and will bring the magic straight to fans at Disney California Adventure Park from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. And that's on Friday, April 29th. All right, it says the one-day event will include sneak peeks at upcoming Disney Junior Series special announcements, surprise appearances, a Doc Mustafins stage show highlighting 10 years of the beloved series, plus the Alice's Wonderland Bakery's unbirthday party and hands-on cupcake decorating cores inspired by the new Disney Junior Series. This fun, Alice Alice's Wonderland Bakery unbirthday party experience for junior chefs is also being offered throughout Disney California Food and Wine Festival, which is from, of course, March 4th through April 26th. It all kicks off in the morning with the cavalcade of beloved Disney Junior characters welcoming fans and making their way through the park. Throughout the day, there will be uh, main stage attractions with Fun games, trivia, and music to keep preschoolers and their families singing and dancing together. You can also enjoy regular Disney Junior programming at Disney California Adventure Park, including the Disney Junior Dance Party and the Spidey and his amazing friends photo wall at the Hollywood Backlot. All right, it says additional details, including the scheduled events, will be available on the Disneyland Facebook event page and uh, let's see it also says throughout the year families visiting with small children will find unforgettable experiences across Disneyland Resort as they step onto the fairy tale worlds of Fantasyland blast into the future and Tomorrowland gear up for fun in Cars Land meet some favorite superheroes in Avengers Campus and beyond so check that out bring your preschoolers over to uh the Disney Junior Fun Fest, April 29th, starting at 10 a.m. at Disney California Adventure Park. And if you haven't got your reservations for that yet, well, you better hurry up. Now, speaking of reservations, I checked, and I do have reservations for the Fantasmic opening on that May 20, whatever I said it was. I got to check my my uh, calendars. Not calendars, but my calendar, because... I think I have like a lot of things coming up and I can't remember everything. How are they supposed to expect me to remember everything? But that's May 28th for Fantasmic. And I'm supposed to remember what I have going on. Yeah, so that's what I thought. I was thinking that weekend, um, well, We'll get to it later, I think. Let me check my notes here, because I think I have it written down what I was going to talk about. Yes, I do have it. So we'll get to, to that in a minute. So um, real quick, I'm pretty sure you guys know, uh, already saw this, but um, I'm going to talk about it anyway, because it was in my notes. That uh, Stan Lee's legacy has is honored at Adventure Campus, and they... Uh, resurrected a plaque to honor 
Stan Lee. Let's see. Um, the plaque is honoring the hundred years of the legacy of Stan Lee, and it's as the inter- and you'll see it when you enter the land over there at uh, Adventures Campus. So this is what the plaque says. We dedicate Avengers Campus to the incomparable Stan Lee, that person who helps others simply because it should or must be done, and because it is right, it is the right thing to do, is indeed without a doubt a superhero. Thank you, Stan, for inspiring the hero within each of us. You made, you have made us all true believers. So if you guys haven't seen that yet, head over to uh, Venture Campus and you guys will see that uh, when you enter the park. I haven't seen it because I, you know, forgot about it when I was there. So yeah, you can go check that out. Uh, It's pretty cool honoring the legendary Stan Lee. Now, um, you know what's next? It's time for people to head over to anchor.fm forward slash Lost Power Podcast. Head over there, record a message. And, um, yeah, we have some messages from uh, from Dan, the voicemail man. So, uh, let's see. What does Dan have to say today? He, um, let's see, where are we at, Dan? Let me find your message, and here we go. Diggs, what's up, buddy? Hope everything's going okay. All right, so went to the park last Friday and actually had a, hey, this is actually not so good a day. Day at the park. They're rare, but they happen. Last Friday, went to the park. You know, we really don't ever go with any kind of objective. Just whatever we're going to do is whatever we end up doing, and it's fine. This day, we decided, let's try to get on Soren since it's California right now instead of the world, which we all know is better. Got in line, and we moved for a bit. It's about an hour wait, it said. And that's about right for Soren on a, on a Friday night. It's kind of busy. And stopped for a couple minutes. Moved a little bit more. I actually got out of line to get some popcorn. And then we stopped moving completely. We just weren't moving. Ride wasn't down, but we weren't moving. So we decided, let's try something else. So I went over to Spider-Man. About a 35-minute wait posted. All right, you know, line doesn't usually ever take that long as long as posted. Get in, get moving. We're moving. Stop for a minute, move some more. Then didn't move anymore. Heard an announcement, couldn't say what it said, didn't really hear it. Then figured out, guess what? This ride's close too. Okay, on we move to something else. Uh, no return time estimated. All right, get out of line, decide let's get something to eat because, you know, bad time. Kids wanted some clam chowder, so we ordered some clam chowder. We start to walk over there. And then I noticed by the time we're almost there, and it's almost time for me to check in for my food, I never got a confirmation email or a notification. So I ordered it again because I never got the confirmation. The difference was only about 10 minutes, um, but I had to go inside and see what was going on. Notice my bank charged me. I go inside because my bank had charged me, and as I'm about to ask what's happening with my meal, because I noticed I got the notification of the bank charging me twice now because I I reordered, 
um, it popped up. Both orders popped up. So I canceled the one. She asked me if I still wanted it. And I said, yeah, of course, I'm hungry. So we get that. All right. Eat. Decide. Let's go over and watch the fireworks in the other park because it was about time that we could get over and watch little Mickey's Mixed Magic with fireworks. Walked over there and watched the fireworks. Decided to head up and meet my friend. Um, he's over there. We meet up with him. He says, hey, let's get on a ride. Okay, what do you want to do? Let's do Mansion. Okay. Check the wait time for Mansion on the app. Hey, it's closed. It's just three rides now, man. Three rides in a row that are closed. So we decide, oh, let's get on Jungle Cruise. So we did. They make an announcement that says, due to unforeseen circumstances, the Jungle Cruise will remain open. Messing with us. So it must have been a thing with a bunch of rides closing that day. Yeah, so that's how our day was. Anyway, this week I will be at the park on Friday. Hanging out, trying to make up for last week, which wasn't so great. And then in a couple of weeks, I'm actually on spring break, and I have a couple of reservations uh, for then, too. I'm going to try to get over, of course, to get some food and wine stuff, some fat time. We'll see about getting that. And, uh, you know, we're heading into summertime pretty quick, so <laughs> catch me there like every week during the summertime. Might even hit Universal uh, during spring break. So that's what I got, man. Hopefully I get to catch... Uh, I taste some food here pretty soon, so I'll fill you in next week. Talk to you later, bud. All right. Well, that's uh, <laughs> that sucks when you're trying to go on rides and they're not running. Um, when I was there for the villains night, a pass right by Spider Man, and the line for that wasn't long at all. But I still didn't go on it. I don't know why. I just... I don't know why I haven't went on it. I mean, I know basically it's because the lines are long and I'm not going to wait on that long line. But it was a long when we passed by. But I still was like, eh, I'm okay. I don't know. I'll get on it soon. We'll see. I think I'd rather go on it with Miles, though. Waiting for him to get back into the park so we can get back into the swing of things. Um, you know what? I'm going to talk about Miles in a little bit. Something he did last weekend was just really, really amazing. All right. So Dan, um, wow, that sucks. Hopefully, I don't know if I can get to the parks. <laughs> if I can go on Friday, that'd be cool. But, uh, is that tomorrow or next Friday? I don't remember what you said, but I'll go back and listen. But, uh, yeah. Um, wow. That's crazy. <laughs> you kind of like strike three and you're out. That's why you left the parks. <laughs> uh, so um, let's see. I think I'm going to go and talk about real quick some refurbishments. I know there's probably more than what I'm going to talk about right now. But I just want to let you know that uh, we've got two refurbs going on in Carsland uh, next month. So from April 11th through April 14th, Luigi Rock, Rockling, what was it called? Whatever. <laughs> Luigi is going to be closed for refurb. And after that, the next week after, on April 25th, right now, I didn't have, I don't, I don't have a date when it's going to reopen, but uh, Mater Junkyard. Uh, Jamboree will be closed for refurbishments. 
Right now, you guys know the Pirates of the Caribbean is closed for refurb, and it says it's going to open up early summer. So that's, you know, May. Now, real quick, I want to say that um, there's just one, whatever you want to call it, Disney um, unofficial news site that posts a ride that's going to be closed indefinitely. I That's just total clickbait. You guys got to quit looking at that stuff and, and passing it around groups. Oh, my God, Pirates of Caribbean is going to close indefinitely. You know, it's just stupid. You know, they said the same thing with the monorail. The monorail is going to close indefinitely. Well, when they say indefinitely, it's because they don't have the the reopening date. You know, when when you... I'm guessing these people go every day in the calendar and look at the calendar for a refurb date. And let's just say right now, you know, the cars um, over there in Carsland made her. If you go on the calendar and you go to Mater on a certain day, let's say, um, whatever, I'm not even sure if it's shown right now, but usually if you go to the calendar, it's going to say Mater's junk, Junkyard January is closed April 25th, and then I'll show it's closed on 26th and the 27th, and it's going to go all the way till uh, the new updated you know, spots, you know, the calendar opens up once a day. So in three months out, I believe, or whatever it is. So it's not going to show you exactly what's open or the opening date because the calendar on the website hasn't reached that date. So right now, Mater Junkyard is closed uh, April 25th through we don't know. Because the calendar doesn't say. It doesn't go up that far. Whatever it is. Um, I'm guessing. I mean we are in March. So April for Luigi's. Uh, the calendar is open. To let you know. It's only going to be closed. Uh, starting on the 11th through the 14th. And you know. It will be open on the 15th. So. When you guys see that one site that says uh, certain attractions are going to be closed indefinitely, that's because the calendar hasn't reached the date of when it's going to open. So people need to, um, you know, stop worrying and posting, oh my God, oh my God, I like that ride. Well, it's going to open, stupid. All right, uh, what's next on my list? Um... So there was a, uh, I think this came out of the stockholder meeting that they had a few weeks ago or whatever it was. Um, I'm trying to remember. Anyway, peeper, people, peeper, peepers, peepers. People are uh, wondering about the Premier Pass, you know, that Premier Annual Pass. The pass where you can go to Disneyland and Florida. That pass. People are wondering about it, you know, because it hasn't announced like it's going to come back or anything like that. Um, so it was kind of announced that, I think it was Ken Pollock announced that it will be coming back. So expect it to return. There's no date on when or anything like that. But they're expecting for that to um, 
to, um, you know, be back. So I guess that's a good thing. Uh, if you guys are waiting for that pass to come back, it will be coming back. Well, so just, we just got to wait and see until, you know, when that's going to happen. And, um, um, as far as, um, reservations, Uh, people were thinking that reservations are going to be, you know, here for a certain amount of time and then gone. Well, there was also said that reservations are here to stay. And I put for now because of, um, just the way parks are getting crowded and things like that. So they're, they're still going to keep the reservation system, which I think is kind of stupid because if you guys been to the parks, you know, it's crowded, it's packed. So, whatever. Whatever they have to do, I guess they do it, but I think it's stupid. I mean, like I said, it's always packed anyway, so. And I know that whatever number they cap it off, quote-unquote cap it off, I'm pretty sure that, you know, the number gets higher and higher every day, or especially on a weekend's. They'll probably let more people in on a weekend because they're going to make more money off the weekends than they do during the week. But, hey, I was there on that Tuesday for the party, and Disneyland was packed anyway. So, you know, whatever. Whatever they tell you, just to tell you. Um, yeah. <laughs> All right. So, next thing on my list is... Star Wars Celebration. Star Wars, nothing but Star Wars. So, um, that's what I was going to talk about with all these dates coming up that I can't remember. So, Star Wars Celebration is coming up in May. And that is actually the last weekend in May. It starts on May 26th. Through the 29th. And yes, that's Memorial Day weekend. Now I put this down because I was going to talk about it last week. But I didn't record last week. And I was going to talk about the tickets were going to go on sale. If you guys didn't get them the first time. Back whenever they went on sale. And we had to wait and wait and wait. Uh, So tickets went on sale on the 15th. And I forgot all about it. Because I only have tickets for Thursday, Friday, and Sunday. And I was going to get a ticket for Saturday. And by the time I remembered and I went online to get one, all they had was one available. And then it was gone. So those tickets for Saturday was sold out. Um, they had a Jedi Master Package that sold out. They, the, four, the adult four-day tickets are sold out. Like I said, the adult Saturday ticket is sold out. So I think right now all they have are single tickets for Friday, or Thursday, Friday, and Sunday. But um, if you guys want to check that out, go to Star Wars StarWarsCelebration.com. And um, you can check that stuff out there. But I will be there on the Thursday, Friday, Sunday's fine with me. Um, and of course, 
Halloween. Like I said, I'm just trying to think of dates. So I'll be there Saturday anyway, because that's when um, Fantasmic returns on that Saturday, the 28th. So I'll be there all weekend, all four days. Uh, I probably should get a hotel room, but I don't know. I'm not worried about getting a hotel near the park, because I don't need that. There's one up the street by the 91 on Harbor, which I stayed before when I took my nephew. We stayed over there. That's a pretty nice hotel. And I would probably stay there again because I just have to drive down the road. It's not a big deal. But Star Wars Celebration, if you guys are interested, uh, head over to StarWarsCelebration.com and uh, check that out. If you guys want to go, it's going to be pretty cool. Trust me, all things Star Wars. Um... We talked about this, what, two years ago, three years ago, whenever, about the Galactic Star Cruiser, the Disney Star Wars Hotel over in Florida. Well, that opened up, and uh, I don't understand how all these stupid bloggers got into it and then have to pay and shit like that. You know, all this suck-ass, kiss-ass Disney bloggers. You know, they Disney picks them and says, oh, yeah, you can come because you don't talk shit about us. You guys are so prissy and, and like, everything smells like roses and shit. Whatever, I'm not I'm mad. So anyway, that opened up. Um, I saw some videos, saw some shit. I don't care. I'm not going. I don't have $6,000 to be paying for that crap for two nights. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, anyway. Uh, real quick, I want to talk about Dirty Disney because I'm going to talk shit about them. Now, I saw this article... Sorry, that was my TikToky. Um, just gonna look this up real quick. Um, all right, so um, let me turn down my volume on the TikToks. So, um, I saw this uh, video on the TikToks. And basically, there's uh, this guy. His name is Andrew Martin. He is a sculptor. He's a professional sculptor, character artist, toy designer, and voice actor. So, he did a... um, He did a... um, a sculpture he made of let me see if I can play this right hold on oops I pushed mute that was stupid let's try this again I made a post earlier today in regards to alright anyway what am I doing alright so um Here we go. Let's see. Disney stole my artwork and is selling it in their parks. Yay! A bit of backstory. In 2018, I made this fan art sculpture of one of the Tiki drummers from Disney's Enchanted Tiki Room. I have loved the Tiki Room ever since I first saw it as a kid and wanted to recreate a small piece of it for myself. 
When I posted images of this little guy on social media, I received hundreds of messages from people looking to buy it. Not wanting to deal with that, I released the 3D model on Thingiverse under a Creative Commons license so people could just make one for themselves. Then last week, a friend of mine sends me this photo of the official Disney World 50th Anniversary Commemorative Music Box featuring the Tiki Drummer. And he said, hey, that looks a lot like yours. And I was surprised because it did look a lot like mine. Because, because it is mine. Don't believe me? Let's take a closer look, shall we? I have identified a few landmark areas that are identical between my model and the one that Disney is selling. I think the most evident being these two circles here, which are conjoined on mine because I was just lazy, and the same two are conjoined on the Disney one. These three cut marks here and these three are identical between the two models. Surprise, surprise. And this cut here, the dent in the forehead, the cut on the lip, and these little marks here, they're identical between both models. Do I really need to go on? So yeah, Disney's taking credit for my work and selling it in their parks without my permission, consent, or even giving artist credit. Now, I'm going to give Disney the benefit of the doubt in that they probably did not intend to directly steal my work. These sorts of projects are usually subcontracted out to freelance artists. I know this because I've been one of those freelance artists. I sculpted this up ornament. Yay! So, the most likely thing is the thief was some lazy, waste-of-skin, talentless hack that got him or herself an easy payday by stealing my work and passing it off as their own. So, yeah, if you happen to be in Disney World, you can buy this Disney-branded bootleg of my work. Fun times. Oh, that's pretty dirty there. Um, let's see. Not to single out this commenter specifically, but this seems to be a very common misconception here. No, I am not claiming that I own the rights to the Tiki Drummer. As I said in the first video, it's a fan artwork. However, the specific version Disney is selling is the one I made. Now, just because it's fan art of a Disney IP does not mean that Disney can claim ownership of the model and sell it to their wallet's content. It would have been easy enough for Disney to have one of their own artists make one or just use a 3D scan of the original, but they're selling the version I made without my permission. I think a good analogy would be a musician doing a cover song. For example, when Lady Gaga does a cover of a Beatles song, that doesn't mean that Paul McCartney can come along, take her recording, put it on his own album, and sell the crap out of it. And in my particular situation, it's more egregious. It would be as if Paul McCartney also claimed that he was the one singing on the recording, playing all the instruments. You get the idea. So all right, so... Um, if you guys want to check this out, there's another video I'm about to play. Uh, another, well, I know you can't see it, but you can hear it. If you guys want to see the video on the TikToks, it's Monster Caesars Studio. Monster Caesar Studios. Uh, you can go check that out. But, um, yeah, I think that's pretty dirty. Let me, um, play this video. You can listen to this one. Disney stole my artwork. Why did they steal it? To the people commenting that my fan art version of the Tiki Drummer is a carbon copy and indistinguishable from the original, why is it that Disney resorted to stealing my specific version? As many people have pointed out, I didn't create the original design of the Tiki Drummer. I never said I did. The original Tiki Drummer was designed in part by legendary Disney Imagineer Mark Davis. Here are some sketches from one of his books. 
and sculpted by also legendary Disney Imagineer Rolly Crump. There's actually a fun story behind that. Rolly, with no prior sculpting experience, sculpted the original drummer in the California heat of a Disney parking lot with a plastic cafeteria fork. You can read that story more in his book. So no, I didn't design the original. But you know what else I didn't design the original of? The House from Up. That was designed by artist Don Shank. However, I did design this version. I was commissioned by Hallmark slash Disney to sculpt it. And if you look at mine and compare it to the original house design, you could say it's an exact copy. And it is. Or at least as fateful of a representation as I could make it. So, if it's just a copy, I didn't design anything, right? Then why did Hallmark and Disney hire me to make this if I wasn't bringing anything new or of value to the table? Well, it turns out it's actually quite difficult to design miniature versions of things that are not only accurate, but suitable for mass production. It is a niche skill set that takes years of experience, education, time, commitment in order to achieve the technical and artistic skills required to execute a project well. So, I will reiterate, if the model I made is indistinguishable from the original, what made my work worth stealing? Good question. Hello. So, um, there's one more video. I think this is it, yeah. And this is where it really gets dirty for Disney. I completely agree. It is shitty of Disney that they didn't also give Rolly credit for his original design on this. And if it were up to me, the credit would read, Original design by Rolly Crump and Mark Davis. Product design by, you know, the artist that actually sculpted and designed this specific version. And I hate to, you know, beat a dead horse, but it sure as fuck wasn't this guy. So if you want to be mad at someone for stealing Rolly's work, be mad at the Disney design manager, Costa, because he didn't design or sculpt this. He downloaded a non-commercial use artist attribution model from the internet and slapped his name on it because he's a shitty plagiarizing thief. Wow. So, um, so what, what, what this guy did, he made, uh, this, uh, the thing of the Tiki drummer. And uh, like you said, he wanted, uh, or people started wanting to sell it or to buy it. And he decided that instead of selling it, he didn't want to deal with that. He was just going to put the file up on the internet as a um, non-commercial use. Meaning that you can go ahead and use it. You can go ahead and make it. But you can only make it for yourself. You're not allowed to um, sell it. That's what non-commercial means. If you wanted to sell it, then you would have to get his rights, his permission, give him money, blah, 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 blah. So he put it up as a non-commercial file. You can use it. You can, you know, make it your own, and that's it. But uh, this guy from Disney obviously saw this file, decided to download the file and make a bigger version of this and now they're selling it and that's what he was talking about this artist because on the bottom of the sculpture it says the art of disney theme parks artist uh, costo alavesos which is showing that this guy is taking credit for making this thing this tiki drummer that's dirty and if you watch the videos and it, he explains how he got lazy and they have come some of these little things connected where they shouldn't have been connected. And he points out different markings and 
So just, yeah, it's crazy. Like I said, if you guys want to check it out on the TikToks, go to Monster Caesars Studios and uh, check that out there. But I think that was pretty dirty of Disney and and this Disney artist to try to claim uh, something that wasn't his. So, yeah. All right, moving on. I know it's been a while. It's been a long time podcast so far but uh disney plus is making a cheaper 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 it's making a cheaper version they want to expand access to disney plus to a broader audience at a lower price point and um so they're coming out with a different oh it's a disney plus with ads i believe that's what's going to be coming out in late 2022. So basically, it's going to be like, you know, like having Hulu. You know, this cheap version of Hulu that gets ads and things like that. So you're going to be able to get uh, Disney Plus for a cheaper version. I don't know. How much is it right now? Like $17.99? I don't remember what I'm paying. Whatever I'm paying, I forgot. I'm paying for the bundle, though. But, um... So yeah, you'll be able to get a cheaper version version of Disney Plus, and you'll have to watch ads and things like that. Pretty sure you guys heard about this already. This is the ad-supported offering is viewed as a building block in the company's path to achieving its long-term target of 230 million to 260 million Disney Plus subscriber. By um, 2024. So you'll, we'll get more details later on when the new uh, cheaper price will be uh, coming out. But I don't know. I'm good with not paying for ads right now. It's all good with me. Also, hey, did you guys hear about the new... Muppets Mayhem coming out. Do you guys hear about that? It's kind of interesting. I'm trying to look for it. Ow. Oh, here it is. All right, so new Disney Plus um, series called The Muppets Mayhem will follow the band as they try to record for the first ever album. And it says here, this is basically the Muppets musical group Electric Mayhem Band. And uh, it's also going to, uh, says here that there's going to, um, Lily Singh will star as Nora, the human junior A&R rep- executive tasked to managing the Electric Mayhem Band. The band consists of Dr. Teeth on vocals and keyboards, Animal on drums, Floyd Pepper on vocals and bass, Janice on vocals and lead guitar, and Zoot on saxophone and lips on trumpets. Trumpets on the trumpets. That's two lips on one trumpet. (laughs) Two lips, one trumpet. Um, That's pretty cool. Let's see. The, uh, the, The Goldbergs, creator Adam F. Goldberg, 
developed the series along with Bill Burn, uh, Bur- Burnett. Bur- I can't even see it. Oh, Beretta, uh, the Muppets, and who uh, did the Muppets in the uh, Muppets Haunted Mansion, and Jeff Yorks, based on characters created by Jim Henson, Goldberg, and Beretta. Also, executive produced the Yorkers, co-executive uh, with, uh, also co-executive produced with Yorkers co-executive producing um, some other stuff. So anyway, uh, this is going to be new to Disney Plus, and I'm uh, just a little going down here a little bit. Uh, what's her name? Lily sings, sings, sing, not with an ass. Says so she first rose to uh, prom. Um, let's see. First rose to prominence in or for her YouTube channel, which currently has 15 million subscribers. She also hosted the NBC late night series A Little Late with Lily Singh, uh, which ran for two seasons. And an act as an actress, she recently starred in season two of Dollface at Hulu. Has previously appeared on shows like The Simpsons, Medical Police, and the HBO TV movie version of. Fahrenheit 451. In film, she also appeared in projects like Bad Moms and also starred in and executive produced uh, the documentary A Trip to Unicorn Island, which documented her 27-city world tour. That's a little bit about her. Let's see... So yeah, I'm just trying to see. I don't see a date when this is coming out. I don't know if they say anything about it, but this article doesn't really say a date. It just basically says it's coming. So yeah, it's something to look forward to on uh, Disney+. Plus. Looks pretty cool. I'll watch it. That's uh, something you watch when um, you got nothing else to watch. Like, I don't watch um, shows... I used to like, what's today? Today's Thursday, so today is Law and Order, Law and Order, um, um, something else. <laughs> There's two, three Law and Orders come out tonight, but I don't watch it right when it comes out anymore. I'll just stream it later tonight. I'll sit down and watch those shows. So, like on the days that I don't have anything to watch because nothing came out that day that i interested in watching, I'll probably would watch um the um, Muppets. So, yeah, seems pretty interesting. I'll check it out. Now, moving on, there's something that I, uh, I did not hear about and I did not know it was happening. But it looks like that Raven's home is coming back for a fifth season. Now, you guys remember uh, It's So Raven, right? And um, that was back in the, what, 90s or something? I never really watched it. I've seen a few reruns. 
But um, uh, she came. They uh, had a reboot of Raven's Home with her growing up with kids and things like that. I've watched. Uh, I've watched actually. Uh, binge watched that on uh, Disney Plus during uh, the lockdown. So I thought that was pretty cool. It's a pretty funny show. She still has it. She's kind of Raven is is like I don't know. I think she's a a very good actress. She's a very good comedian to play the role she does on Raven's Home because you know if you guys seen her on The View, you know when she was on there a while back, you know I don't watch The View like that, but I've seen a few when she's on it. And of course, you know The View is about talking about a lot of his politics and seriousness and everything, and just to see how she held herself on there, you knowing that she's a strong woman and strong you know she's a what do you call it like she's really uh you know strong on what she believes and and things like that and what's right and what's wrong and you know she's very very serious on there <laughs> but to see her come back and do raven's home and just see the silliness that she does is just for me i think it's 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 crazy it's funny and i think she's a, a very very you know, good actress. So, um, Raven's home actually is coming home. She, this season coming up, she is packing up the Baxter family and they are heading from Chicago back to the Bay area where uh, it all started with that. So Raven and joining the cast as a, um, what do you call it? Um, in a starring role, is uh, her dad. Her dad will be back again. Victor Baxter, played by Rondell Sher- uh, Sheridan. He uh, was, he guest starred on a lot of Raven's Home, but now he's going to be a full part of the cast. And they have um, two new, um, two new um, stars, two new uh, actors, I guess, uh, joining the cast, I can't say this guy's name. His name's Felix Avita. He's gonna be a neighbor, and uh, actually, Felix, I recognize him. I believe he, I know he was in on another Disney Channel show a few years back when he was younger. And also joining the show is a young actress by uh, name Michelle Michelle Harris. And she's going to play um, uh, Raven's younger cousin, Alice. Who else do we have here? And another uh, actress is going to join the show uh, playing. Let's see, Raven gets raised her. So uh, playing the babysitter. Uh, uh, character's name is Ivy, played by Emmy, uh, Luang. So, um, yeah, Raven's Home is coming back. I did not even know. I just know that there was that last episode. I saw the last episode, and I didn't know they were coming back or anything. I thought it was done, but I guess not. And I, um... 
over here telling you uh, it's coming back. And from what I'm seeing, it's uh, it says you can stream five. You can stream season five starting March 11th. So I think that's passed. So I guess it's already back. So <laughs> then again, like I said, I've had these notes already written down for a while now. So yeah, there you go. Raven's home back in the Bay Area, San Francisco. All right. We're uh, on the final stretch now. So we just had a um, trailer come out for Obi-Wan Kenobi. Did you guys see that? There's a lot of things that in there that people are talking about, a lot of Easter eggs. And, um, well, how about we just uh, listen to the trailer? The fight is done. We lost. Stay hidden. The key to hunting Jedi is patience. Jedi cannot help what they are. Their compassion leaves a trail. The Jedi Code is like an itch. He cannot help it. Where is he? So, um, real quick, um, that's going to uh, debut on Disney Plus on May 26th. Now, I've watched the trailer a few times now. And um, if you guys seen the trailer, there's a, a, a part where they show a back of a stormtrooper and he's holding something. People were saying that's a lightsaber. And uh, they're trying to figure out whose lifesaver it is. I think someone might have said it. It's so and so. I don't know. I didn't really go far into that. But now I've seen um, uh, something that they're trying to figure out who that stormtrooper was, quote unquote stormtrooper. And uh, they're saying that it's actually. Um, Captain Rex. Do you guys know who Captain Rex is? And they were saying that because they were saying that the outfit that 
that quote-unquote stormtrooper is wearing is actually a clone trooper outfit. You just see the back of him. You see, like, the back part. And they're just saying, hey, you know what? The way this is designed, how open the gaps are from basically the butt pad to the leg where the white part starts, it's... uh." And there's like little dents and creases in there. They're saying that that's a clone trooper outfit. This is, of course, uh, after Order 66. So by that time, Rex is not part of uh, the Empire, or the Galactic, whatever they were called. He's not part of that anymore. He's rogue. And um, so they're saying, hey, Rex uh, might be making his live action debut. People are excited about that. I'm excited. I think Rex is awesome. So um, that's something to look forward to. See more on that as uh, you know this comes out. So awesome. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Can't wait for that. May 26th on Disney+. Plus. Uh, we also got a trailer for Ms. Marvel. Let's check that out. Okay, so first off, I just want to say, I get it. You get what? High school. Kamala. Kamala. Another adventure shirt. Cute. She thinks I'm some kind of weirdo. You are a weirdo. Boys. Excuse me. Yeah. <laughs> you're kind of on my shirt. Sorry. But you're staring out the window in your little fantasy land. Kamala, hey, already? Really? Come on, like... Do I have to figure out my whole future before lunch, or... like... Maybe they're right. I spend too much time... in fantasy land. That is not you. It's not really the brown girls from Jersey City who save the world. That's a fantasy, too. Something happened to you? You know why? Did you hear something? Come on, love. What does it feel like? Cosmic. I always thought I wanted this kind of life. But I never imagined any of this. Do you know what you are? That's a pretty cool song. So yeah, Miss Marvel series will debut on Disney Plus on June 8th. So then we have uh, Kenobi. And then like what, a week or so after that, start watching Miss Marvel. There you go. Not bad, not bad, not bad. All right, so um, also got a, a, a trailer for Disney's Parallels. Now, I uh, I was seeing this somewhere, and I was like, oh, well, whatever. I really wasn't uh, paying uh, attention to it, and I really wasn't going to talk about it. And then I was like, maybe I should check it out. So, um, 
I'm sorry. I'm trying to look things up. So, I, oh, here we go. So, yeah, I started to uh, try to see what this is all about. I just started seeing uh, parallels, and I was like, yeah, whatever. But um, it's another series that's going to be coming out. So um, why don't we uh, check this out? And I want to talk about it afterwards. Parallels. So, you all look great. The future's ahead of you. You want to meet up at our place tonight? Ten tonight, all right? Yeah. See ya. Dad, I might ask Romaine to be my girlfriend. You think you might ask her? That confident, huh? I didn't forget your birthday present. Didn't get here yet. I love you. I love you too, Mom. should have paid the electric bill. <laughs> Romain! Hello, Victor! Five seconds during which Romain, Bilal, and Victor disappeared. This guy appeared instead, is that right? It was like they had disappeared. Don't be scared, please. It's a different size, but it's the same fingerprint. Which means I traveled in time. And if I did, it means Romaine and Victor did as well. He's Victor and I'm Romaine. You remember the Bermuda Triangle? Hey, sorta. No. Yes. Okay. A group of friends stumble upon a mirror that serves as a portal to a multiverse, but soon discover that importing knowledge from the other side in order to better them, their lives brings increasingly dangerous consequences. So, <laughs> it's funny because I was like, eh, whatever, I don't know what this is all about. I'm, I was at the point where, oh, I don't care. Because uh, I haven't heard about this. I haven't heard about this series or anything. So, after watching the 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 trailer, I was like, "This kind of reminds me of the Secrets of Sulphur Springs that I've been talking about. That's on Disney Plus, and um, I think I'm very very interested now in watching Disney's Parallel. So that's going to be coming out on Disney Plus on uh, next week. Wait, yes, next week on uh, March 23rd. So I will be watching that." And I will let you guys know what I think of it so far. But hey, it's funny because I do that a lot. I see something like, nah, I don't care. And then <laughs> kind of like Ant-Man. Remember that? I don't want to see Ant-Man. I saw the trailer. I don't want to see this. And after watching it, dude, that was a cool movie. <laughs> so yeah, Disney Parallels uh, coming to Disney Plus on March 23rd. So yeah, uh, be ready to check that out. All right, where are we at? Where are we at? Where are we at, peoples? Oh, all I know is I'm tired. All right, so we are going to talk about Miles from Tomorrowland. 
Now, I haven't seen Miles in a while, but I do um, text him. Now and then I'll call him. But Miles is not the type to um, talk on the phone or text. He's kind of like, you know, hey, how you doing? Good. What's new? Nothing. You know how teenagers are. And he's kind of like that on the phone, too. But it's all good. Um, but this past weekend, Mark, um, Martin, not Martin, Miles. It rhymes, it, 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 it rhymes with Martin. Miles did a Spartan race. He did the Beast. He ran the Beast race. I don't know if you guys know about Spartan. Spartan's a big old race that that's, uh, they have obstacle courses. You got to do different things and besides just running. Um, this is something he's been doing for a while now. Uh, I think he was about 11 years old or so when, uh, before then he was doing the kids Spartan race. And I think he was 11 or something when he told his parents he wanted to try the adult race. And after he did the adult race for the first time, he said, I'm never doing another kids race again. So that's the kind of, uh, determination, uh, Miles has. So he did the Spartan beast race. He's done it before. Because of COVID, uh, you know, he hasn't done these in a while. He'd done one a few, uh, I'm going to say maybe three weeks ago, four weeks, maybe a month ago he did one. But he did this race, and it was a 13.5-mile <laughs> race that he had to run. I think there's 30 obstacles, like climbing walls, going through, um, climbing net walls, climbing regular walls, climbing, uh, going under things, and climbing this, and swinging on ropes and and monkey bars and oh my gosh i mean just if you guys ever want to know what i'm talking about go to youtube search just search spartan beast and uh you'll get a sense of what this is about and for miles to be doing this from being 11 years old and now he's 15 he loves doing this so i talked to him and i said hey how'd you do he said he did pretty good he uh finished in five hours um, and I just basically asked him, I said, did you have fun? He said, <laughs> he said, uh, he said he did in the beginning, <laughs> you know, I'm going to go to his message so I can read it as Anthony would say verbatim. He, I said, um, I said, are you happy? Because I asked him if he was happy with the five hours. Because I don't know what you know. Everyone's com- you know competitive, and if you do it in a certain amount of time, maybe you're cool with it. Maybe you wish you did better, things like that. So I asked him, was he happy with the five hours? He said, um, I'm just happy I finished, <laughs> which is an achievement. Okay, it's very a big achievement. Um, I said, did you have fun? He said, I did at first, but it was a lot of but I was in a lot, of, a lot of pain by the end. So it's a tough race, but uh, he stuck in there. He finished, and um, you know I'm happy about that. I'm sure, he's happy. His parents are happy. So, yeah, I just want to say uh, good job, Miles. Proud of you, and um, I can't wait to see you. And then we can go have some fat time out of the parks. All right, so the last thing I want to talk about real quick 
is, I don't know if you guys heard about it, but the, um, why well, I gotta say what, the talented, incomparable, legendary Disneyland cast member, famous cast member Maynard, Maynard Smith, has announced his retirement after 28 years working in attractions, including Honey Mansion and Jungle Cruise. You guys should know who Maynard is. All Disney fans, people who go there, know Maynard. Know him. He's so friggin' crazy. He's so friggin' awesome. First time I've ever saw him and was like, you know, I guess like, dude, this guy's cool. It was back in the 90s when he was working on Haunted Mansion. He was just so awesome there. And he had said the reason he doesn't really work there anymore because... This is what he told us that I guess he was doing too much of a good job there that I don't know, maybe people would just wanted to see him there all the time and then they just started moving him around. Whatever. Like I said, this is what he told us personally, so he could have just made that up. I don't know. But um yeah, Maynard's been awesome. He's been lately working uh at uh the tiki room. And uh, I do have a picture with us, with him there. But yeah, after 20 years, uh, he is going to be retiring, which is kind of uh, awesome because he had a good run there at Disneyland. But it's also going to be sad because a lot of people like us who love to see him there. And there's a lot of people who go, you know, just to go see him, just say hi to him, take pictures with him, or just go over to Tiki Room just to see uh, him do the you know tiki room spiel when people go there so i think it's awesome uh his last day will be on april 1st he said that uh feel free to stop by and say hi well basically he said uh say howdy and even though uh his last day is on april 1st he did say that this is not an April Fool's joke. So, Maynard Smith, awesome Maynard, will be retiring on last day, April 1st. So, if you guys uh, head over there, just go say hi. You know, just say thank you, Maynard, for everything you've done. Thank you for being an awesome cast member and getting into your roles and just being that awesome person he is. Um, Maynard's going to be... Um, devoted more to his uh, artwork so uh, he's going to be doing uh, artwork I don't know if you guys knew that he does uh, painting Um. so yeah he's going to be devoted to that uh, let's see He says he will also be considering other creative opportunities like voice voiceover for family friendly productions, commercials, etc. So, um, yeah. Congratulations, Maynard, on your awesome time in Disneyland. And uh, everyone's going to miss you. But, um, hey, enjoy retirement. Enjoy it as much as you can. 
That's going to do it for this episode of the Mouse Pirate Podcast. Yeah, there you go, Mouse Pirate Podcast. All right, so um, I love this song. You know what? They should really bring this parade back. I mean, it's going to be cool to see the electrical parade again, especially with the new, you know, floats and everything. But um, this is a cool parade as well. All right, so uh, real quick, don't forget you can be part of the Mouse Power Crew. Head over to anchor.fm forward slash Mouse Power Podcast. Be part of the NPC. Record a message. Let us know what your favorite food item is. If you went to the Villains Night, what you like about it, what you didn't like about it, someone uh, let me know. Just go there. You can always email me at mousepowergmail.com. Uh, same thing. Also, don't forget you can follow us on the Mousepires Instagrams and the Facebooks and the Twitters, the Tweet, Tweet, Tweets, YouTubes, Snappies, and TikTok. Just search Mousepire. You can help support the podcast by going over to patreon.com forward slash mousepire. There's five different perks, things that you can get while you support us. Uh, every cent counts. Or you can head over to dgpclothing.com and get some merchandise there. Custom-made shirts, custom-made socks, custom-made keychains, um, lots of things. Head over there. Help me out. Yeah. All right, you guys. So um, I'm going to do my best to be back next week. Might have a co-host. I don't know. We'll see. But I will be back hopefully next week. We'll see what I have to talk about if it's as long as this. I appreciate you guys bearing with me today with this long podcast. You know me. I'm not Anthony. I'm not trying to go long overboard over two hours. But it happens. Happened today since I'm trying to catch up from three weeks of work. All right. So hopefully we'll uh, see you next week. Everyone take care. Be safe out there. And um, for... David J. Ramirez, Snowman, love you. Bye. This podcast is intended for entertainment and informational purposes only. Audio, sound bites, and other clips are property of their copyright holders. All original stuff is ours and property of mousepire.com.